Welcome to Punchlines, ladies and gentlemen. I am Frank Spots Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan. And uh, well, there you go. I see. I came to work. I drove to work. I forgot while I was at a traffic light on my way in Vegas. I was at a traffic light. Saying I look over, and there was an older woman staring at me, like, "What the? What is going on with that guy?" I'm like, "Ah, I lost a bet. Knights beat the Penguins three to two. So uh, anyway, here I am, Ryan. I, I I'm paying off my bet. I have this. Even has a tail. I don't know if you can see the tail, but there's a tail somewhere. Where's my tail? I feel like a dog trying to climb my tail. <laughs> Where's my tail? Where's my tail? So, and then uh, I got a little black nose going there. So there you go. Mini Dar, who is in our room all the time, our chat room. So let's see if Frank honors his debt. Mini Dar, I pay my debts. Otani homered. I didn't, I, I was, a, I have a 101 nominations. Pay off a lot of, <laughs> pay off a lot of debts. Bob Dell is quoting a movie that we saw with Lou Diamond Phillips. Anyway, uh, anyway, Ryan, here we go. So I uh, came as a Dalmatian. Good boy. Wait, what's that? Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> so uh, by the way, folks, so I get to work and I come in and we have some video. Hopefully we'll have it later. We'll, we'll, more video of me walking through the hotel and getting all sorts of looks. Then I realized once I got to the studio, I have to go pick up my script uh, at the business center. I can print it out. So I walked through the hotel. I had to walk all the way from the studio to the business center. And I thought, oh God, people are going to be staring and stopping me. It's Vegas. Not one, not one person looked at me. Security walked around. Everyone's just like, oh, there's it's Vegas. So it's Vegas. Uh, oops. Only other town I think you can get away with this in would be like New Orleans. If you walked around like this, people would be like, it's New Orleans. Certain conventions in town. Yeah. Yeah. They, who knows? They maybe thought it was a furry convention. Who knows? Yeah. But here I am just as a dog. And why? Because it's episode 101. 101 Dalmatians, 101 episodes of our show. And our show, by the way, uh, we made the marquee outside. Uh, very exciting. Uh, all the shows, Sports by the Book, uh, Race Day Las Vegas uh, with Ralph, Gone Racing, and ourselves. We're on the marquee now, right on Las Vegas Boulevard. Uh, I tweeted a picture of that if you want to see it. And you might see a little video of it in a second. Anyway, uh, on the show today, via the video, we have, I believe, for the third time, The Hat Trick. Comedian Joe Bartnick, he is a uh, very funny comedian and a hockey nut. Therefore, we're calling his segment, are you ready for it? Yucks and Pucks. Yucks, nice. laughs, pucks for hockey. Yucks and Pucks. Uh, a yuck? What's that? A yuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, sorry, it's hard to hear with these. Uh, wait, hold on. What was that? A yuck? There we go. <laughs> Yucks and Pucks. And later on, uh, the return of Big Al McMorty. Big Al will be talking some uh, hoops for us. And give you guys some picks. So I know Daniel Yu, I don't know if you're in the room. Yesterday he was wanting some picks. Reno Paul liked the Lakers. We kind of didn't like the Lakers. But you know what? He didn't end up betting the Lakers straight. He bet a lot of parlays and he did all right. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of prop bets. So Paul did that. I didn't like that. It was too many points for the Lakers. He backed off. Uh, so there you go. Um, good show today. Ryan, uh, the producer of this program. Ryan, it's Fido Day. Not Friday. Fido Day. Like a dog. I'll stop all the dog jokes and uh, go ahead. How did you think of this bet? Someone wanted to know. Why did you think that it, 101 Dalmatian bet? Uh, I don't know. I just figured we needed to do something fun. I didn't know how else to do it involving the Penguins and the Knights. Yeah. Um, but we were talking about like dressing up and getting something done. And I was like, well, we have episode. We were talking about episode 100, doing something special. And I was yeah. like, wait, after that is 101 <laughs> Dalmatian. 
That'd be pretty easy. Very well done. Very, very yeah. well done. Uh, Minidar is there. Minidar, uh, nice car. Street Smarts Money. No, that Street Smarts Money is all gone. That car was, uh, that was audience warm-up money, I think, right there. Uh, by the way, you can't tell what kind of car it is. It looks, looks fancy. It's a Kia. <laughs> it's a stinger. I love that car. Uh, on the show, we already said Joe and Big Al. Today, can you believe it? It's March 1st. It is March 1st, 2024. It's National Wear Blue Day. Ryan, are you wearing blue? Yeah, my under. Check. I also got a Carolina blue tie. There it is. Wait. Is that a Smurf face in the middle? Yeah. That's not me, is it? No. Okay, God. I thought it was no. me first. I'm like, I never posed for that. Yeah, it's uh, first Friday of March is National Wear Blue Day. Uh, I believe uh, Jerry is also wearing blue. Yeah, he's got his Dynaco shirt on. It's a what shirt? Dynaco from which uh, Dynaco? Cars. The, oh, from Cars. King. Okay. Oh, yeah. very good. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah, from Disney World. Yeah. Well, there you go. Anne is also wearing blue. Uh, Sean, what the hell, man? Blue? Your underwear's blue. All right, everyone. If you're wondering, I, I have these socks. They are Scooby Doo socks. Roo I wear my Scooby Doo socks. Roo <laughs> And I have some blue in my Scooby socks. Uh, there you go. So it's National Wear Blue Day, 101 episodes. Uh, Ryan, it's a uh, There are eyes on this. This would I was thinking about cutting the eyes out, but I think that would have looked like too creepy. Yeah, it would have looked, looked like that movie where ghosty, they, yeah. what's that? Would have looked a little ghosts cheating. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would have looked a little weird. So hold on, let me take a sip of tea. Dogs don't think. I have to lap it up like a dog. Uh, Ryan, it's episode 101. Obviously, we can't do jerseys. No one's allowed to wear number 101. We did some ones, I think, on January 11th, 2011. Is or 2011. <laughs> yes. When we did the 11, show 13 11, years 11. ago. Yeah. On January 11th, we already did that. So what do you have for us today? I have 101 Dalmatians-themed athletes with dog-themed names. I love it. All right. So, okay. Are these in order here, the names? Not exactly. Who's Fireman Anderson? So he played in 1941 to 1947 in the Negro Leagues. In the Negro Leagues. Okay. So he's that top left corner. Um, All right. Kind of like a silhouette. That's a yeah. great name. Fireman Anderson. Yep. Okay. So Fireman, obviously Dalmatians work at Fireman. All right. And then, yeah, Barkevius Mingo. Barkevius Mingo. Excellent. Uh, he's the guy in the Patriots tee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then uh, Catfish Hunter. Catfish Hunter. Uh, Great pitcher, pitch. Uh, he was one of the. He got one of the first big free agency contracts when he was with the A's. He won some World Series. Then he went to the Yankees, and he, I think, he got like a million dollars for like, for like seven years or something insane. But yeah, Catfish Hunter, good one. And then uh, Butch Husky. Husk, right? Sure. He's the uh, the Met. And then we've got Saquon yeah, and Charles Butch Barkley. Was. Charles Barkley and Saquon Barkley, nice. And then uh, Golden Tate. Golden Retriever. Is Golden Tate still in the NFL? No. He was really good there. For he had a couple good years stretch there with like Seattle and Detroit. Yeah, yeah Seattle and Detroit. Yeah. Notre Dame guy, right? Yes. I think because yeah. Golden Domes. I remember that's how you always. What a great name, Golden Tate. That that's. I'm giving. Wait, I'm giving. I, I'm I'm applauding my pause. That he told me he'd have something special cooking for uh for 101. That's inspired names by athletes. Excellent job, Ryan. Ryan's killing it as a producer, ladies and gentlemen. Sure. All right. Speaking of animals. Why don't we just talk about a goat real quick, Tom Brady. Now, we know that it's the week of the NFL Combine. Have you watched any of the Combine stuff? No. Yesterday yeah. was defensive linemen. Today, right. uh, tight ends and defensive backs. Right. So, so they're, they're, they save it. They're, they're, they're working us up to it. Yeah. Um, well, well we, have a, we have a Combine video later in post with Punch Science because we have, we have a couple guests here. We're going to get Joe on soon. But 
Uh, you know, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not supposed to like Tom Brady, but he is a likable guy. But uh, Tom Brady did something. Fun. Now we all know there's that famous photo of Tom Brady when he was drafted without his shirt. He had the muscle definition of me at my age, and uh, obviously became like the greatest football player. Hold on, my ears itching. There we go. Uh, so anyway, we have a video, something that Tom Brady did yesterday. So if we could roll that in, this is Tom Brady running the 40, trying to beat his time from 24 years ago at age 46, ago, I believe. I a 5 40 yard dash. Okay, maybe, so that's him. Maybe. 22 years old. 40. One more shot. So now he's over Let's twice as old. We can level up. Let's go. I mean, the guy looks like a different person, first of all. Let's see if he can beat the record. So they did this shadow thing, which is amazing technology. Look at that. All right, so look at this. At, at 46 years old, the goat got faster. I don't know who he's showing it to, his agent or who I was trained. Yeah, he, he said if you did that 25 years ago, you'd get drafted in the third You would have got drafted in the third round. Yeah, yeah, instead he got drafted in the sixth, yeah. sixth or seventh. So anyway, I thought that was uh, pretty inspiring there. So I figured, you know, I, I probably ran like a sub five back in the day. So as a dog, I think I would be faster. So, and I believe I shot some video out in the parking lot of me running the 40 dressed as a dog. Look at that, our Punchlines logo on the South Point Marquee. Here's me as a dog. You're only using two legs. <laughs> only using two legs. What was my time? Five, five seconds. Beat Brady. Five seconds. Beat Brady. I beat Brady. I beat Brady, ladies and gentlemen. Would have been... Three seconds if you do just all four legs. Do you think I would, I, my hands on the cement of the South Point parking lot? Your paws. Paw. Oh, my paw. <laughs> These are paws. Sorry. Uh, well, I ran a five. I beat Brady. I, I believe that was 40 yards. That looked like 40 yards, didn't it? No. It's like 40 feet. That's all I got. That's all I got. I don't want to pull a, pull a dog tendon down here. I need these. So anyway, congratulations to Tom Brady. I mean, it's pretty impressive that he did that. Yeah, I mean, he's been taking care of his body for so long. It just becomes muscle memory. And If if Tom Brady were in the draft this year, where does he go? Like, at uh, age 46. Someone, would he go in the first round? I mean, age 46. So he'd be playing, you would think, you're using a first-round pick on him, you're going to have for five years, so he'd be playing until he was 50. If um, he does play till he's 50, I think you take him in the first round. I think you do. If he plays three years, I think you maybe you burn a second round on him. Yeah, he could still play. He knows he can, but he, yeah. you got to. He needs to go into the right system. He can't go into a rebuild roster. He needs well, remember he was going to go to the Niners because he grew up in, in Northern Cal. I mean, he plays with that team with that talent. Yeah, and that go I believe if he would have signed with the Niners, he would have won a Super Bowl. There's a good chance. I really do. Yeah. Plus, Mahomes would have been just like spooked out by him in the in the Super well, Bowl. Yeah, they faced in the Super Bowl and Brady beat him. Exactly. That's so, what I mean. Yeah. So that's why I think I, if he signs with the if he signs with the Niners, they win the Super Bowl. But anyway, uh, he's officially retired because he's going to be an announcer. Yeah. He's very excited to be an announcer. I'm very excited to hear what he does. Now, he's going to be the number one team. He, he bumped uh, Olsen Greg down. Greg Olsen, yeah, off the... And who's his partner? Do we know? Fox Broadcast? Is it... I think it's still the same partner that Olsen had, right? Yeah. Uh, it's Burkhardt? Yeah. Is Kevin it Kevin Burkhardt? I think it is. Yeah, I, I think, think you're right. I think. I'll actually be interested to hear what he said. I haven't watched the Dynasty show on Apple, which everyone's yeah, telling me is great. Uh, they're going to supposedly talk in the next couple episodes. They're going to talk about uh, what happened. They're, I know, isn't it amazing? They're going to talk about uh, the the cheating stuff and everything. And first time they've all ever talked about. It. Now, if I put headphones to talk on my my man Joe here, am I going to hear him through? I might have to put them underneath my dog ears and then the dog ear on top. 
Perfect. Joe's probably wondering what the hell is going on, and I will Perfect. explain it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, B-Town Dummy, I think Frank looks more like a cow, like the cow in Top Secret, than a Dalmatian. That's funny you should say that, uh, because when Ann and I were walking through the door. We have the video. Uh, do we have Do we have it to roll? Yeah, but we can roll it at the end. We'll roll it later. We have more video of me walking through the hotel, and there's a woman that mistook me for a cow. So you'll see that. That's called a tease in the business. Uh, let's see here. B-Town Dummy, I think. For, yeah, okay. Bob is uh, – Bob. Bob's talking about – have you ever seen Top Secret? It's by the same guys that did the movie Airplane. You've seen Airplane? Yes. Okay, it's the Zucker Brothers, and it stars Val Kilmer, and it's a World War II comedy. Okay. About, and have you seen Top Secret with Val Kilmer? Oh, it's so funny. Anyway, there's a whole thing with the cow. It gets pretty uh, graphic at the end. But anyway, go watch Top Secret. Oh, yeah. By the way, Christian Hansen, who's B-Town Dummy, likes to rip on me for my older references. He just referenced a movie from, I think, 1983. So there you go. Way to go. All right, let's bring in my man. Uh, I, I texted him yesterday. I'm very excited to have him back on the show. We believe it's his third appearance on the show. He's in uh, the movie Bill Burr directed on Netflix called uh, Bad uh, uh, Old Dads. Old Dads. And he's got a couple other things going on. We'll find out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Joe Bartnick. Yeah, Joe. Yay, Joe. What's happening, guys? All right, Joe. It's episode 101. So I'm dressed as a Dalmatian, and it's because I lost a bet. And you'll appreciate this, Joe. And I figured this is why it's perfect to have you on today. Uh, when the Penguins played here in Vegas, I went to the game. So Brian bet me that the Knights would win. I bet the Penguins would win. It's 2-0 in the third. I start talking trash. I've had a few pops. And I'm like, yeah, 2-0. And, of course, we give up three goals and we lose 3-2. So uh, thus causing me to have to dress as a Dalmatian at work today. So <laughs> You're always in costume. You lose every bet, Frank, every time I come on. <laughs> it's always Halloween. That's right. I was in a Blackhawks jersey last time, wasn't I, when Joe was on or something? Oh, my God, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> all right so buddy i see you have a yager pennant hanging in the back there uh how did you feel about that yager jersey retirement last uh, couple weeks ago honestly frank i was just thinking about this last night i think it was my favorite sporting event i've ever been to wow wow it was a, you were there i know because i saw your pictures but you were in a were you in a box by the way no, no, oh, okay. I was general general mission seating. I paid for my own ticket. I didn't pull any favors. I didn't make any. I was actually sitting on my couch Saturday afternoon, okay. and I saw Ronnie Francis having dinner with Lemieux and Yager. Yeah, and I freaked out. And I go, I've waited thirty five years for this moment. How am I missing this? And I hit up Orbitz, and I hit up Ticketmaster, and I flew in for the game. That is a fan right there, baby. That is unbelievable. I, I think I saw a picture with you with Randy Bauman, right, from DVE, the, the yeah, FM Randy station. Was oh, actually, Randy wasn't there. Uh, Bill Crawford oh, Bill was Crawford. There. Sorry. Bill, uh, comedian TV. Bill Crawford, our buddy Bill, yeah, from the DVE Morning Show. But it, what an event. And no one knew. We had Josh Yowie on the show from The Athletic, and he said no one knew Yager was coming out for the skate at the top of the game. I mean, the mullets was one thing. But to see 68 come out of the tunnel and skate, that was amazing. Well, that was so funny because my eyesight's bad, and let's face it, I've had a few drugs <laughs> in my life. I'm like, I swear one of them is Yager. And it was. <laughs> that looks like Yarmir out there. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing. And he took pictures with uh, that was it the Kings they were playing and and you know, yeah. he, he just smiling and 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 you know, I was just like, no one's gonna boo this guy. I know he was like maybe afraid because he left and he played for the Flyers and it, but that was just an amazing moment, and that is one of those moments. That's your your top sporting event of all time you've been to. Honestly, yes, because I've never was in the arena when the Penguins won the cup. Right. I was I was in the arena when the Kings won the cup, my mistress team, which is funny because <laughs> leave it to your mistress. 
to ruin a good night with your wife. Like I'm there with the penguins, the Kings have to ruin it. That's right. And they won. Was it three to two? Oh my god. Uh, what three other? What would you list as your other greatest sporting events you've attended? Uh, you know, Duke Carolina at Duke. Uh, oh, Penguins. Duck food. Penguins game five against Nashville when they won six nothing. Oh yeah. Uh, Steelers seventy nine versus Houston in in the in the swamp when Terry spun on his ass. Oh my god. I was a kid, and the other one when I was a kid that really sticks out was uh, We Are Family 1979, Game 3. Johnny Bench hits a home run. There's a rain delay, and everyone's freezing at Old Three Rivers, and they come back and play, and Willie hits one out over right center field in about the sixth or seventh inning. And everyone, I never saw my dad dance before. He's singing We Are Family. <laughs> and that was the NLCS. I think they swept the Reds three love, right? I mean, I think we. I, yes, I yeah. believe so. Yeah. It was three in a row. Now, those were afternoon games because I remember I had to run home from school. To, uh, they were like a day game. And, you know, I was in uh, right. I was in California in 79. So I was like, I had to run home because it was like during school time. Um, anyway, Joe, uh, we know that you're a huge hockey fan. Now, we have Ryan here. Ryan is obviously uh, our producer is a huge hockey guy as well. He's a big Knights fan. Anything on your mind right now you want to talk about hockey with uh, Joe Bartnick, who's an expert hockey uh, man? Well, you're a, a Penguins fan. Yes. And so they're right now they're yes. sitting outside of the playoff position. Yeesh. Do you think that they can make a push? I think there was a decent chance before the last round of injuries not to make an excuses. They had games in hand, which, of course, don't mean diddly-poo squat unless you win them. <laughs> But then, then you had the injury to Jake. But even that might have been – we could maybe have overcome that. But we lost Rusty on Sunday. And just last – you know, they played great against Vancouver. But then just last night, they just could not score against the Seattle Kraken when it just looked like either Jake or Rusty – would have got one past Grubauer. We kept hitting him in the crest. <laughs> you know, see, we need a little bit more skill on the wings. It's just now it seems like an incredible hill to climb. But because I grew up with Mario and Yager, I never, ever, ever give up. Miracles do happen. But it's looking a little rough right now. So you don't think but they start I'll selling? I'll send you Riley Smith back. He wants to go home anyway. He's been... <laughs> Is he ever since he got, you know what? He played great the first month. Gino was second star, right? Then all of a sudden he goes with the Vegas Golden Knights to Vegas, uh, with Vegas to the White House. It's right. like he saw his old girlfriend again and he's never been the same. <laughs> and by the way, I was at the game here in Vegas and they introduced, they introduced him and they showed a nice video and you could just see he's like, God, I still want to be here. <laughs> He's just like, I, and by the way, the ovation for him lasted like two or three. It was a long yeah. ovation. Yeah, so that was an original misfit. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. So that was cool to see him uh, get his due in, 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 in Vegas. Uh, so Joe, I got to tell you, the day it came out on Netflix, I watched Old Dads, which was uh, directed by your friend, Bill Burr, who you open for all the time. And you were a, a bouncer, if I remember correctly, in the movie, right? Yeah, I was a bouncer in a Vegas strip club. At a Vegas strip club. Very- <laughs> Which is completely typecast because I was a bouncer at Fantasies outside of Pittsburgh. And then when I lived in Vegas and worked on a faux reality TV show called The King of Clubs. Wow. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. And remember, and our director just goes, I remember that. No way. I remember that show too. All right. Um, What was that like working uh, on the movie with Bill and how was he as a director? I mean, I know you've opened for him a hundred times. What was that experience like? He was he was a fabulous director, and you know, I mean, you've done enough stuff, you know, that you know when it starts at the top. But everyone's in a good mood and professional. 
it just it's an easy shoot it's a great day and basically it was just three days of me getting my ass kicked even though it looks like i'm doing <laughs> it was all physical it was like nine stunt guys and me and verzi <laughs> so we trained for three days two and a half days before we actually shot it and if i wouldn't have no if i wouldn't have been taking karate the last few years i i would have been fired because you have to remember <laughs> all these moves you know it's, it's like, choreographed you know, it's, yeah it's choreographed and the way it was edited it looks like i kicked like four guys asses but when we did it it was like a minute and a half of all, every bouncer jumping in and it was like a ballet and you have to duck here duck there move there kick there jab you know so that was it was just so much fun now do you have any uh upcoming time in vegas are you do you have anything scheduled in vegas when are you going to be here in vegas and we could have you in studio uh you know i may be coming out for the N nhl draft oh uh, be because um, I'm getting, I don't want to jinx this podcast. I'm starting with somebody, but it could be pretty big. Okay. Well, you, so, are, you already do a great, you do. I mean, every day you do your morning. What do you call the morning skate or the morning skate? Yes. I, I watch it every have, day. Thank you. Now you have puck off podcast, but yeah, right. I need another podcast to do. I, I, uh, my wife's like, you don't talk about hockey enough. Why don't you do another <laughs> podcast about hockey? <laughs> Um, so you said you had some Vegas stories. I, I said, we always love to hear a Vegas story. You got a Vegas story for us. You know, I love Vegas. What's so funny is I used to be one of those guys, hey, no, after three or four days in Vegas, what are you going to do? You know, it's time <laughs> to go. Then I got the, and then I was on uh, the King of Clubs in Vegas. So I lived in Vegas for like four months. It was the greatest four months of my life. <laughs> and then I was Vinny, the, I was Vinny, the club owner's buddy. So I had to audition the strippers for the show it was if you guys don't know where it, it was it was shot in the only strip club in vegas that frank and dean had full nude full alcohol because they basically just told the mayor hey we want to sit here and drink but we don't like them in 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 uh you know in panties and like, <laughs> like okay we'll change the rules so that's why it's it's still the strip club's still there what's but it called I, what's I, it called now see now and now i can't believe i'm i'm forgetting the name i will go that later yeah um it's like, <laughs> but I auditioned, like, I got, like, 300 lap dances in, like, three days. I would literally clock in and do, like, another 100 lap dances. <laughs> and you get, you'll probably be reimbursed with a per diem to tip right there. So yeah. Unbelievable. I was on the King of Club. Like, so every stripper in town knew me. So everywhere <laughs> I, because it was on the Playboy channel, it was a fantasy. For four months. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's that's one on top of the resume right there. Oh, my God. Um, so we were looking at the, the hockey schedule tonight. What do we got? We only have three games, yeah. but the hated Flyers at the hated Capitals. You got the Coyotes at the Senators and the Devils at the Ducks. So if you were a betting man, which I know you are, anything you're looking at tonight that you could advise our viewers to maybe throw a few bucks on? I would go, uh, the Devils are going to beat the Ducks and Ottawa, they always win games whenever it doesn't matter. As soon as they're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, they start playing like <laughs> a good hockey team. And, the, and the, the Coyotes have lost like 14 straight. They are in disarray. So I, I like Senators, and I like, and I like uh, the Devils. Now, what about the Flyers-Capitals game? Do you staying away from that one? Or I mean, those are two teams that we don't like. We, we want them both I, to I lose. Would, <laughs> if I was in Vegas, I would, I would probably have to do a three-teamer. So I would go... Capitals because I wouldn't I wouldn't I would not bet and put money and root for the Flyers if they played Al Qaeda. Right. <laughs> Jeez. 
No, I'm telling you. I know. Listen, I know my buddy Bill and Josh. They're like, you can never, ever root for them. When I first started going to hockey games, when he first started taking me uh, 30 years ago, he goes, never root for the Flyers. Never has. I remember when uh, Hosa got traded. Uh, when Hosa left the Pens and went to Detroit, right? And uh, I'm like, okay, so uh, who do we root for? And he's like, uh, you know, we don't want Hosa and everything. They're like, no, you can never root for the Flyers. If it's Detroit versus never Philly. And I see, I don't remember the, the 70. I didn't follow hockey till after Lemieux. And I know you're, you, you followed your whole life, but it's the, the, the hatred for Philly in Pittsburgh is, and it's rival to it's the Cleveland Browns and the Steelers. Obviously we hate each other. The pirates when I was a kid, we hated the Phillies, but there is nothing like the hatred of penguin fans and flyer fans. Yeah, there, there's, there, there's, there's nothing like it. Yeah. There's really nothing like it in sport. There's like very few things. It's kind of like Michigan, Ohio State. Yeah. You know, there's Yankees, Red Sox, Dodgers, Giants. That's really it, the level of hatred. Yeah, I mean, well, they basically, we won in 1989 in Philly. It had been the first time since 1973. Yeah. We played in the same division. There was only 12 <laughs> teams. We were 0 for Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't like we could beat on the scoreboard. We were, but then they were the Broad Street Bullies, so they were kicking our ass at every <laughs> single level. Yeah. So for us to win the two cups in the in the early '90s, I know Philly fans. I look. I have a buddy, uh, Johnny Bigwheel. He just I, he hates the Penguins, and every time they play, he's like, "All right, what are we betting? What are we betting?" And uh, so far, it's been real good for the Penguins since we've won many cups. Since the, the Flyers last won a cup, what in the mid '70s? It's nineteen. It's nineteen seventy-five. Seventy-five, right? Exactly. Yeah. So. And, and in two years, they're in two years. Their their names will be removed from the cup because, because you lose a ring. Always, oh. The ring will be gone, oh. and I will throw a big party that day. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> Go ahead. I, I don't want to croon, but it is Vegas. Have you ever seen the Flyers win the cup? Have you ever seen the Flyers win the cup? If you have, you must be crying because you know you're close to dying. And have you ever seen the Flyers win the cup? I love, <laughs> I love that. That is phenomenal. Uh, Joe, what else you got cooking? I, I you got some stand-up dates. Where can people find out about Joe Bartnick? Uh, all my dates are on JoeBartnick.com. I will be actually in Philadelphia on uh -oh. March 10th. <laughs> it was so funny. I love everything about that city. The food, the people, yeah. everything except their damn hockey team. Uh, <laughs> then I'll be in Nashville March 12th, Chicago the 13th, and then I'm in San Francisco the 20th and the 21st. I'm in Denver, Colorado. All my dates uh, JoeBartnick.com. And the night before uh, the Friday, uh, or the 23rd of May, the night before Memorial Day weekend starts, the, the Memorial Day 500, that Thursday night, I'm in Pittsburgh. So. Oh, cool. All right, very good. And Joe, listen, we love having you on the show. Uh, always fun. Uh, we got to follow Joe. Make sure. And listen, our fingers are crossed for this podcast to happen so you can come to the NHL draft and you can come in studio and visit us. Frank, I don't. Next time I come on the show, I don't want to see you in a flyer outfit. Because I swear, you lost God, no, I no, I will not. Like the Blackhawks, I did for Ryan because he's a Chicago guy. But no, I'll never listen. I did lose a bet on the Brown Steeler game, and I had to wear a Browns jersey, and I got so much flack from people on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter from uh, my hometown there. I'm not. By the way, Joe, I I want to say this for Lent. I, I talk about our hometown, our our hometown a lot. Every time I mention it. I have to I have to put five dollars in a donation, right? Okay, so I was up to seventy dollars, seventy dollars because I said it fourteen times, and Jerry is the one keeping track. 
So uh, then I made a bet that I did win that Ryan is still angry about. I said Shohei Otani would hit a homer in his first spring training game. Uh, we only thought he was going to get a couple at-bats. He ended up getting a third and doing it. Well, Jeff Parles, who hosts Sports by the Book, made this bet. Well, if, if Otani hits a home run, we'll take Frank down to negative 15, giving him three free mentions of his hometown. But if he loses, he'll be negative 85. So the odds were way out of whack. Ryan's been angry for two or three days, but Otani hit that home run. So I'm back down. I, I've, I'm up to $5, right, Ryan? Are you keeping track? I think you're at 10 well, you know what? Joe and I are both from Pittsburgh, so that's well worth $5. There you go. I'm up to $15. But uh, I had to give it up for Lent, Joe. Did you give up anything for Lent? No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and our director. Yeah, and gave up smoking. She doesn't smoke. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I have given up Cadbury. I haven't given the little Cadbury eggs that I love so much that I'll buy on discount the day after Easter. That's what I'll do. But, uh, Joe, there we go. Oh, we got, we got, we got, my mom sent me Sarah's pretzels oh. oh my god now these are the, yeah these are the pretzels tj watt was going nuts for when he came to pittsburgh to visit i don't know if you saw but sarah's pretzel oh i said pittsburgh oh i said it two more times anyway tj watt is a giant fan of those and they sent him a bunch and he eats them all the time yeah it's it's there's so many things about don't say it i won't so many things about pittsburgh that's just the best just ah, the best. It is. But I can't tie. I can't talk about it anymore. I'll have to, I, yeah, it was two no, more. Two more. Fine. All right, Joe. We uh, we uh, we thank you for being on the show. We'll talk again soon. Hopefully, we see you here in Vegas. Uh, we're going to go to commercial break. We'll be back with Post with Punchlines and Big Al McMorty, who is also from our hometown. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> South Point offers all the types of entertainment you'd expect at a first-class Las Vegas resort. Did you know our 400-seat showroom is one of Las Vegas's top destinations for live entertainment? Enjoy live performances by classic Vegas entertainers, bands, and today's hottest comedians, plus a rock and dance floor. You can also enjoy live entertainment at the Grand View Lounge, where you'll feel all the vibes of old Las Vegas. Enjoy the music, and if you love to laugh, don't miss The Dirty at 1230, our very own free comedy show, every Friday night at 1230 a.m. in the Grandview Lounge. The Dirty is 100% free, so arrive early. Go to southpointcasino.com or call the box office at 77136 for today's performances at the showroom and the Grandview Lounge. When you're ready for your favorite cocktail, stop in and unwind at one of our seven specialty lounges. There's a bar around every corner, because you're in Vegas, baby. South Point Casino has plenty of attractions for the whole family. Catch a movie. Our 16-screen movie theater includes two XD extreme screens for the ultimate in viewing, sound, and luxury. After the show, treat the family to a variety of treats at our old-fashioned ice cream parlor, Kate's Corner. We scoop up a variety of creamy concoctions, including smoothies, hand-dipped cones, milkshakes, malts, sodas, and sundaes. At Kate's, there's something for everyone. And if you've still got time to spare, our bowling center might be right up your alley. Voted Best of Las Vegas, it's a great place for friends and family fun. 64 lanes, a pro shop, snack bar, and arcade. And while the kids are bowling, you can play slots and sip on a drink in the Alley Cat Lounge while overlooking the lanes. For our more serious and professional bowlers, the South Point is also home to a separate tournament bowling plaza. Ryan McCormick, our producer, has informed me that the NHL draft is at the Sphere. Yes. 
Wow, that'll be really cool. And they'll probably project the picks yeah. out on the. Yeah. Oh, but when is that? Is when is the NHL draft? End of June. June End 28th of June. and 29th. Oh, that's going to be cool. Would that be something you would go to, or? I, I would like to. We got to get some media yeah. credentials. Yeah. Get pearls on that. Oh well, then maybe my. <laughs> Jeff, we're teasing you. Uh, no Fred McGriff, no crime dog. Yes, I could be Fred McGriff. Uh, looking good, Frank. Thank he you, was, Tommy. He was talking about the, the collage. Oh, no McGriff Fred McGriff. Yeah. Oh, you didn't have Fred McGriff on the collage. Yeah, but it's not in his name. It's not in his name. Hey, V-Town, we, we got We're not it. doing nicknames. Yeah, we're not doing nicknames, all right? Because then there would have been a million. We could have done all those other ones I'm thinking yeah. of. <laughs> Bo Outlaw. No, Outlaw wouldn't be a dog name. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Fremont has people dressed as cows bar hopping. I can see the Vegas confusion. Exactly. Uh, yeah, Paul, you did. Uh, he has a little NBA part. Okay, here we go. Reno Paul, who did win his prop bets. I, I was down, I was down on the, the, the link, whatever. And I look up and I saw the Lakers run overtime. It was like 133, 130. I was like, oh my God. So they're going to tell, I'll tell you what, bet against the Lakers the next game. They had that draining game against the Clippers. They had to go OT against a bad Washington team. They got some tired legs, and I'm sure LeBron probably won't even play the next. When is the next Laker game? Um, Laker game, I'm not sure, but the Wizards are playing again in Crypto Arena against the Clippers tonight. Who so, is the Clippers and who? The Wizards. So the same oh. team that went to overtime last night. Oh, back night. to back. Yeah. yeah so Clippers might be the good play. Yeah, and they're a little mad after dropping. Oh, yeah, you know they got fired up after losing to the Lakers up 21. Taking the Clippers. Anne, are you feeling the Clippers? Nope, she's not feeling. <laughs> and just gets the feelings. She's only, she's like, nope, nope, nope. Quickly, no. They, uh, the Lakers host the Nuggets tomorrow night. Ah, uh, it's a nationally televised game. So. Yeah, that should be. That'll be a good game. What's the line on the Clipper game tonight? Um, the Clipper game is Clippers minus fifteen and a half. Ooh. So I don't know. I don't know if I'd lay that much. But well, what if we put them in a four-way parlay with the three hockey hockey picks that uh, we could do a four-teamer? Yeah, Joe's uh, three hockey picks in the money line. Yeah, it would still, probably still be plus money. Yeah, the the Capitals are the underdog in the on the hockey slate. Yeah, I can't bet the Flyers. I, I'm gonna look at that. I'm gonna look at that. Reno Paul sends. Uh, here we go. Little parlay action Clippers. for tonight. Uh, I caution you, trail me. I'm not doing great this NBH. Anyway, he likes Golden State minus two and a half. Sacramento plus six and a half. Uh, Golden State minus two. Are they playing Sacramento? I'm confused. No, Golden State um, against Toronto in Toronto. Uh. It's oh, now. he's given a he's given a yeah. three teamer, Sacramento yeah. plus six and a half, and the Memphis money line. Yes, I see. Okay, Golden State's in Toronto, Sacramento's in Minnesota, and Memphis is hosting Portland. Okay, I beat down dummy pointed out that I looked more like a cow. I believe we're going to roll the video. Uh, this is me out of the car, coming all the way into the studio, and you'll see a woman stop me at the door. So go ahead, roll that, uh, <laughs> roll that. Okay, so here's me getting out of the car. I got it all shined up last week. Oh, good. There's my license plate. There we go. <laughs> well, it's Frank. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yep. Show 101. You happy, Ryan? All right. So, of course, Ryan made me do it. I kind of do look like a cow. He's in the car. All right. That's me, Chad of the Valley. And then I got my knapsack. There is a tail. There is a tail. That Here's the woman. Eat more chicken. No, it's a Dalmatian, not a cow. She said eat more chicken. She thought I was doing a Chick-fil-A promotion. So then I go to Starbucks, pick up my tea. Tough Heedman. Hi, Ryan. I hope you're happy. I am Barry. <laughs> so I'll take a little sip of my juice. Then I smell garbage. Garbage is always a good smell for that guy. Walked right by me on the phone. This is where I developed a little bit of an itch. I was trying to find my tail. 
Can't, it's hard to do it with an AppSec on there, gentlemen. All right, show 101. This is what happens when you lose a bet to Ryan. This is what happens when you lose a bet to Ryan. All right, here we go. All the way up the steps into the studio. And here's Ryan's reaction. And I was very tired. So I do the circle like all dogs do. And I lay down. And then I started dreaming. And my legs twitch. There you go. So there goes yeah, my journey into the studio. And then me slowly getting up because it's uh, it's painful to be on the ground. And get up. So I did the, ended up looking at the parlay. Yeah. So Senators. Senators. Capitals. Capitals. And Devils. Devils. Plus the Clippers money line is still four to one. Ooh, really? There's the parlay. That's your, uh, is it today Friday? Yeah. There's your parlay parlay. It's Frank and Ryan would take Alex out, so the A's and and. So it's Frank and Ryan. There's your parlay. There's your four-teamer we're going we're gonna to do for the weekend. There you Courtesy go. Courtesy of Bartnick. Courtesy of Joe Bartnick. Joe Bartnick and uh, Frank. It's a Bartnick. Bart Frank. Okay. Anyway, uh, it's time. Sound the horn. It's time for Post with Punchlines. Uh. <laughs> I'll just do the horn. There it is. There's the horn. All right. It's time for Post with Punchlines. Ryan and I spend all night surfing the net so you don't have to, trying to find some funny clips. Hey, look, I'm wearing blue in that. We timed that perfectly. It's National Wear Blue Day. <laughs> uh, there you go, National Blue Day. We already saw Tom Brady breaking his record from 22 years. Uh, the Combine. The Combine, as you said, lineman. Now, I didn't know. I don't know. This is obviously something you probably can't do in Vegas. I'm actually watching live. I can see on the NFL Network there, there's guys running. Miles Harden is running. Uh, I've never heard of him. The Clemson Tiger? I don't know where he's from. Anyway, uh, there was a 366-pound a, a lineman named Devondre Sweat from University of Texas. And apparently there's a gentleman that bet on his under, and we can watch his live reaction watching the video. You can bet the 40. You can bet the 40. You can bet on this? All right, here we go. Six, four and a half, 366. Ironically, how many days there are this year? 366. Thanks to Leap Day. All right. Six, four. We need under 5.1. Under 5.1. There he goes. Holy <laughs> This is <laughs> huge. Just... He ain't getting it. <laughs> man. This guy just, he bet on a college kid running under 5.1 who 266 doing, pounds. This guy is yeah. massive. He just bet on a 366 pound man to <laughs> run under 5 seconds and 40. I didn't know you could bet on that. 66 pounds. Yeah. That was a bad bet, right? That's that's not even a bad beat. Why would you make that bet? Uh, for the content. For the content, exactly. Anyway, thank you to that guy for uh, doing that. Yeah, book it with Trent. I can't believe book it with Trent. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Have you heard of him? Yeah, yeah. He uh, has a Twitter page that was not doing very well on his picks. Okay. <laughs> well, he's he's bad. He, he made some. There were like four or five days in a row where it was full fades. If you full faded his picks, right? It was it paid off. You paid off, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, it, so he's he's been so cold that he's like, all right, I'm going to bet on the combine. <laughs> all right, uh, let's see here. Okay, whoa, I hear that. Uh, all right, so um, let's go to uh, Hawkeye, Buckeye, Sky High. So here we go. We got the, um, I don't need these right now. We got yeah. the Buckeyes. <laughs> I was confused that you heard me. <laughs> so the Buckeyes, the Ohio State Buckeyes are playing the Iowa Hawkeyes, I believe the game's... Is it in Iowa? I thought it was at Ohio State. No, it's in Iowa. It's in Iowa. Okay, yeah. excuse me. I, I, was, I was wrong. Yeah. So anyway, ticket prices. So how many points short? She needs 18 points. She's going to pass Pistol Pete Maravich, okay, as the all-time scoring 
college basketball player. So what are some of those tickets there, Ryan? Read those off to me. Uh, so in, in the upper row section, it's $345. This is also just for one ticket. For one ticket? If you want to buy, yeah, two, it's at least 450 If you want to buy four, it's at least 700 My God. Um, so yeah, 345 for that high seat, and then uh, 1600 for the lower seat. I mean, it's Iowa. How often it's is like right around their bench? Yeah, I, I right around the bench. How often is history made in Iowa in sports? Practically never. I guess <laughs> you know. Field. What's that? In a cornfield. Yeah, in a cornfield. If you build it, they will come. Oh, there was some history. Uh, the most uh, uh, worst offense ever. The Iowa Hawkeyes this year. I mean, their over unders were what? 28, 29. They yeah. couldn't score. I miss. He's in the shot stretching. I like to know everything that goes on in the studio. I have FOMO. I don't like to miss out on anything. So anyway, if you wanted four tickets to go see Caitlin Clark in that lower bowl, you're spending ten grand. Well, guess what? University of Iowa undergraduate tuition, in-state Iowa people, it's ten thousand dollars. So you could go uh, a year of college or go see Caitlin Clark break break the record. Which. She's also said that she's going to declare for the WNBA. That was the other thing I was going to say. She has come out, and I was like, we've talked about it on the show. Oh, she makes $800,000 on her nil deal, or she can make seventy-five, eighty thousand 80000 in the WNBA. Hey, she should stay for another year. Well, Frank Mergy, our women's college ba basketball expert who will be on talking uh, the women's tournament, pointed out that her best friend is also graduating, two of her other friends, so why would she come back? The team's going to be horrible next year. So she might as well get out now while the getting's good, I guess. Yeah, but my my main point is that she could make that record completely unbreakable. She could make it completely unbreakable. She, she can get over four thousand points. That would there's no one catching that. That's true. But uh, she said she's uh, she's leaving, and it looks like Indiana has the number one pick. Yeah. Uh, what someone said on TV the other day was maybe she should commission the WNBA to put a franchise in Iowa so she could stay in Iowa. She born and raised in Iowa. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah she is. And and the reason it didn't sound so uh, like such a crazy idea apparently Bill Walton. When Bill Walton had his amazing run at UCLA, he told the the ABA offered to put a franchise in San Diego that he could play for his hometown. I, I mean, that's that's unheard of. But I mean, nowadays you never know. Yeah. yeah. But Walton obviously did. He got drafted and he played in the pros. And obviously, he wasn't as great as he was at UCLA. But damn. Uh, speaking of, uh, uh, all right, we got a couple more. But before we got Big Al, I see Big Al. I was going to say, speaking of damn. Speaking of damn, yeah. Damn Yankees. Here's another thing. So a lot of people watch this show who haven't gambled before. Uh, here you go. Here's a little lesson. Uh, if you want to know how to bet baseball, for anyone who doesn't know how bet betting odds work, the Yankees are plus 800 to win the World Series. So if you bet 100 on the Yankees winning the World Series, you lose $100. <laughs> so obviously, <laughs> that was by a very funny, Big Al's laughing at that. That is by a very funny Yankee hater right there that's uh <laughs> <laughs> saying, who's the favorite? It's the Dodgers and the Braves are up top, right? I can't yep. read it, but yep, Dodgers and Braves, and then uh, Astros are favorite doing the AL. So, damn, you, we just cannot shake the Houston Astros. No, they just keep coming. It's a testament to what a good organization they are. You know, yeah, besides the whole cheating around. thing, uh, and hot dogs. I want to talk about hot dogs. Yes, uh, there's a big TikTok trend on on TikTok where people, um act like how they would sell hot dogs. You ask like your, your friend, you tape them. How would you sell hot dogs at a stadium? Ryan, how would you sell hot dogs? If you were a hot dog vendor, stay, let me hear, let me hear your call. Hot dogs. <laughs> hot, hot, hot dogs. I didn't expect that coming from Ryan. 
all of a sudden with a heavy, thick New York accent. You got to yell. You got to yell, right? Now, now me, I like, I like my name's Frank. So I'm like, Frank selling Franks. Who wants a red hot Frank, baby? There's mine. That's, Thank that's you. Good. Good. And Sean or Jerry, would you like to do one? And would you like to do? Beer here. <laughs> Beer here. Beer. That's, that's why I love Ann. That's why I love Ann. Uh, the Philadelphia, do we have the, do we have the Philadelphia clip? Yeah. Of the, okay. So, so speaking of uh, no brotherly love here, uh, speaking of hot dogs, which is a trend, they decided to take away the dollar hot dog night in Philadelphia, which is a good idea. Cause here's video of last year when they had dollar hot dog night in Philadelphia, it caused sort of a food fight. So as Philly fans, just throwing the dollar hot dogs all over the stadium. Uh, so instead, they took, yeah, they're doing the wave. They're throwing hot dogs. They're doing the wave to like disguise their throw. So to disguise, like, oh, they're doing they, like yeah, that. They can't tell who's throwing it. Oh. And so when everyone else stands so up, they, their arms <laughs> it's raining hot dogs. It's cloudy with a chance of meatballs and raining hot dogs in Philly. So yeah, they got rid of the dollar hot dog idea, which has been something they've done in Philly for a long time. But they kept it around in some fashion they did yeah, well yeah they're, they're doing a, a buy one get one buy instead. one gets two for five yeah so in philadelphia but you know philadelphia fans are probably oh that's still the same uh, i can't do affiliate i said to still to hey a water give me a water they say water so for water they say water what they do you're not familiar with them no i was just philly water. accent they say water and uh they're gonna do wash for laundry they say wash anyway wit yeah all right we have a couple more posts but let's get to our guests shall we uh, this gentleman is making his return to the show. Uh, he is also from uh, the town that I hail from and Joe Bartnick. Al, I'm not allowed to say the hometown because I get penalized $5. I gave up saying our hometown for Lent and the counter is back up to, uh, what are we at? 25 bucks? It was at 70, but Otani Homer, you don't want to hear the whole story. But anyway, Big Al McMorty <laughs> is back. Big Al yeah, is back. Big Al. Big Al. Can you just say the Steel City? Do you even have to say the name oh, of the town? Big Al with the round of Yeah, I'm going to start saying Steel City then. There you go. No, that so, counts. It's okay. Well, right. They're very upset because I was up to $70 and then Jeff Parles uh, set a line that I won on an Otani Homer. So it's back to zero. So yeah, here we go. Oh my God. We're done talking about that. Anyway, Big Al, um, you're a big Hoops fan. We know you love Hoops and you love old movies because I see those old movie posters there. Oh yeah. Yeah. A bunch of film noir. Uh, I've got Reefy and um, Bob LaFlambeur and The Killing behind me wow okay i'm not i don't know if i'm familiar with any of those movies and i'm a i'm quite a movie fan the killing yeah yeah that's stanley kubrick stanley uh, with Co sterling Hayden. wow wow look at you big Al. all right so what's been going on with you lately how, how are you doing this year uh well i mean are you asking me like how i'm doing with personally how I'm doing with the game? personally no, I mean, first <laughs> yeah no i mean it's it's been great i've got no complaints turned 58 on um monday all right uh the games have been treating me well i've uh really doing really well again this basketball season for the season now 326 and 241 wow so i'm not gonna kick that out of bed um <laughs> pretty hot right now uh, 55 and 24 with two pushes in my last 81 in basketball, uh, 18 and 10 in hockey this season. So yeah, no complaints. That sounds really good. My goodness. Now we were looking at the NBA schedule. We were just talking about a bunch of the games tonight and I know you get up super early and, and you crush numbers and we were hoping you could give all our viewers a pick tonight. What, what game is looking uh, attractive to you tonight? Oh gosh. Um, well, let's start with the first game on the card. I guess the Cavaliers and the Pistons is probably the most interesting to me. Um, 
you know, you've got the Cavs. I mean, they were the league's hottest team, you know, from November 26th through February 10th. They went 27-8 and eight straight up, 22-12-1 ATS. They were covering the spread during that stretch by 6.85 points per game. Uh, but since uh, February 12th, they've been the league's coldest team. <laughs> you know, they're 0-7 ATS. They failed to cover the spread by 8.78 points per game. And now they're going to be playing the resurgent Detroit Pistons, you know, it's been a long time since the Pistons lost that 28 uh, games in a row. Um, they're 20 and 9 ATS. Their last 29, they've covered the spread in those games by 3.89 points per game. And they're actually coming into this game off a huge upset win against the Chicago Bulls. They won as a 10 point dog their last time out. But off that huge upset, Frank, I'm going to go against Detroit here and I'm going to take the ice cold Cavaliers. Uh, one of the things I like to do when I handicap basketball is go against bad teams uh, late in the season off wins if they're playing a really good team. And that's the situation here. Uh, consider that sub 300 teams in the final 25 games of the NBA season, if they're off a straight up win, they've gone 27 and 57 ATS uh, versus opponents with win percentages greater than 625. So I think this is a nice spot to step in and uh, lay the points with the Cavaliers. The only thing that tempers my enthusiasm, of course, is that Donovan Mitchell is questionable to play tonight. So, you know, it's the NBA these days. You never know until, you know, 40 minutes before yeah. game time when some of these guys are <laughs> going to play. But, you know, that's the way it goes. But I, I, I would lay the nine points with uh, Cleveland. Oh, I like that. And great numbers. And, you know, we're, now we were talking about you. You obviously do a lot of numbers and did it factor in that Detroit game, how they kind of got robbed by the refs against the Knicks? And we talked about it on the show, like, okay, Monty Williams throws a fit. They're going to come out. They are going to be hungry. And they came out, and they actually uh, straight up and had the bet. They won yeah, the that game. Now, when you, I know you're a numbers guy, but did that anything influence that? For me, no. Um, you know, the, the, the reason is, like, when I'm looking at my database, I've got – this incredible database goes back to 1980 in football, 1990 in basketball. Like, like when I look at the numbers, the numbers don't tell me that, you know, this emotional thing happened, right, um, at the end of the game. All I can do is look at the raw numbers. Now, there's a situation I think that's interesting in college basketball where there's an emotional thing that happened the other day. I don't know if you watched it, that um, – Nevada Wolfpack game, right? Yes, yeah, Where oh yeah. Jared Lucas hits the half-court bank shot. You know, they give up the lead. They're winning the whole game. They give up the lead. Uh, Colorado State comes back and improbably ties the game with like two and a half seconds left. And then Nevada hits the bank shot to win the game. I mean, this is this is a perfect <laughs> spot for a letdown by Nevada. Off that emotional win, I don't want any part of Nevada tonight. I like Fresno State, you know, plus the 14 and a half, 15 points. Um, I think Nevada just stumbles tonight at home, laying the big number. Yeah, well, we do follow them a lot here because they're in Reno. They're close by. We have a lot of viewers up in Reno. And Chris, our sports book director, Chris Andrews, used to live in Reno, so he always wears his Wolfpack jersey, uh, shirt on game day. So, yeah. yeah, that was a hell of an ending. We really enjoyed that. So, yeah, that's that. but I, I love hearing that. Now, here's a question for me uh, for tonight. Now, we were looking at this Clippers line, and the Clippers, uh, what do we have currently at South Point? Is it 15? 15, 15, 15 and a half. Okay, so the Clippers are minus 15 and a half. Now, uh, they just lost that heartbreaking game to the Lakers the other night where they were, you know, they were up by 21 points and coasting. Lakers come back, LeBron leads them back. And then last night, Washington goes to overtime against that Laker team. So uh, Washington stays in the same arena and plays the Clippers tonight. So, what me, now this is me not with numbers, but me with just being 
the stupid fan bet in a game, I go, well, geez, Washington played an overtime game. Maybe they went out in Los Angeles last night afterwards. That's a big city to go out. And now they get the Clippers, who are pissed off after blowing that big lead. So maybe 15, 16 points, the Clippers can cover that. I, I agree with you. I mean, again, this is similar to the Cleveland situation. The only thing that tempers my enthusiasm for this game is that Paul George is questionable. Yeah. So, you know, do you step in now and delay the, the big number and then find out that uh, he's not going to play? Do you wait five minutes before? I guess you can always wait, right? Um, in my business, as a handicapper, I don't always have that luxury because we have to give out the games to the clients uh, before you ever get the information. You know, I mean, the, you know, you want to be convenient for the, the client. So, the games have to pretty much have the latest be out by 6.30 p.m. So you kind of have to um, okay. just cross your fingers. But, but yeah, I, I like the Clippers uh, in this game. It's regardless of Washington, whether they're partying or, you know, playing video games <laughs> or whatever they're doing after the game. The Clippers are at home off back-to-back -back upset losses at home. And now they're playing an unrested opponent while the Clippers are rested. So it's a really good setup. I think, to take uh, Los Angeles and lay the points. Very cool. Now, if I'm not mistaken, you're a big Spurs fan, right? Yeah. That's your team. I remember, I forget the reason why you chose the Spurs. But was it because, uh, what was it again? George Gerb. I was a kid, you know, 10 years old in Pittsburgh. We didn't have a team. And I opened up the Pittsburgh Press. It said Gervin, 27.2 points per game is <laughs> leading the scores. And I became a Spurs fan. That's right. Now, we want to sh show this uh, Wemby stat line. So, you got to enjoy watching uh, Wembenyana play. So look at this. Was this last night, right, Ryan? Yeah, they had a big upset win against the, the Thunder. Right. And look at the, look how he filled the line. 28 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists. Then two steals, 5 blocks, and 5 threes made. First player ever that's reached this stat. I don't know what the thresholds were. Is it just to fill it that much, Ryan? Or what, just like, I think like 5... Made threes, five blocks, yeah. some, some points, some rants together. But why do I feel like we're just going to see his name on this list? These these numbers are just going to get bigger. So I imagine you've watched a lot of and these Spur games. Yeah, 19, yeah, and he's 19 years old. I mean, like, wait till he actually fills out his body, gets experience against the NBA players, and he's 22, 23. Yeah. You know, which is when Duncan came into the league, I think he was 22 or 23. So it's, uh, yeah, right now it's just... He's just learning. And I imagine you watch a lot of the Spurs games and just watching this kid. I do. It's, they're, they're hard to watch. Yeah, well, yeah, besides they're him. They're yeah. horrible. They're horrible. <laughs> I mean, I, I would get rid of the whole team. <laughs> Except for him. Other than him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just don't want to pass him the ball. They don't want to. Yeah, right. There, there's clips well, of just, wide open going down the so, Really? Such a bad team. No, if you there's know, one. It, it, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I mean, it's, it's kind of unfair people want to compare him to say lebron james and people will be like you know the spurs are only winning whatever you know 20 percent of their games this year and you know look how lebron made cleveland a good team or duncan made the spurs a good team or whatever but you take a look at the players that lebron lebron james played with as a rookie um was it carlos boozer was oh, on yeah, the team boozer, um who was the other? They had another great player. Oh, Kevin Ogauskas Love was on the team. Was Love Ogauskas. Okay. No, Ogauskas was like an all-star. So, okay. so when you look at the player efficiency ratings, the John Hollinger stats from that season, LeBron was the third best player on his team. <laughs> wow. they, they, had two, they had two players, I think, in the top 20, and LeBron was maybe 48th in the NBA in PER rating for his rookie season. But no one remembers that. You know, right. they – you know, it's like now you look at um, Wemby. Wemby is like 20, 23rd, something, somewhere in that in PER. You know, he's great. And then I think 
when I looked, the second best spur was either like num number 120 Jeez. or number 70. <laughs> like way down. Like, so we, we've got a one-man team. The rest of the team sucks, and people want to <laughs> bash Wemby because he's not creating. Yeah, he can't put him on his shoulders yet. He's got to fill out a little more. Um, speak, I mean, just listening to you, Big Al, for the 10 minutes you've been on the show, the numbers you give out are outstanding. Where can people follow you and find more, and uh, you can help them win some money? So where, where, where can they find you? Yeah. It's easy. Bigal.com. Bigal.com, baby. That's all you got to do. We've got, we, yeah, we've got free plays every day. We've got 20 handicappers at the site. I've been in business, for folks who don't know, I've been in business since 1992. So um, You know is, what you're doing. Yeah. And I've been handicapping for 45 years. So it's been a long time. Big Al's um, the man. Big Al's the man. We got to have you back, talk more basketball, and maybe the tournament, college basketball, right? We can maybe uh, have you on during the tournament. Always a pleasure, Al. I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, what's that, Ryan? Well, I, I just wanted to ask yeah, you please, go for prop it. out there that the, you can either take the Nuggets or Celtics to win the NBA title or the field. Oh. What do you think, Big Al? Well, the the problem is that I'm biased because my preseason pick to win the NBA title was Boston yeah. at four to one. And it was pretty, for those who care, it was Purdue at 15 to 1 in the NCAA. Um, so I'm probably going to just stick with it. I, I can't go against my the Celtics this year. I'm just going to say, take them. Take I like them. it. And how do you feel about Purdue? How do you feel about Purdue at 15 to 1 still? I mean, I love it. I yeah. actually bet it over at Circa at 17 to 1, but I released it to the public at 15 to 1. Um, you know, it's. I, I, I had Virginia way back when, uh, the same setup when they lost the number one. Uh, That's right. When they were a number one seed and they lost Last to 16. So I had Virginia yeah. at yeah, 22 to 1 to win that. Uh, so I'm just, I never thought I would get another chance to have the same setup occur. And as luck would have it, you know, Purdue got, you know, beat last year by a 16 seed and returned a great team. You know, it's not just that you lose to the 16 seed, you have to then return the great team to give you an opportunity to, you know, yeah. win the title the next year, which is the improbable thing. So, yeah, I like Purdue a lot. I mean, there's a lot of good teams. You know, you need a lot of good luck on your side to you see go. what happens. But I think I think they get to the Elite Eight, and then you just cross your fingers. There you go. All right, Big Al, outstanding job. We're going to see you soon, hopefully. Thank you. BigAl.com. Big Al, always a pleasure, man. Great job today. Thank you. Thank you. All right, thank okay. you, Big Al. I'm going to take off those headsets. Man, that was I mean, you want to talk about numbers. There's some numbers right there. That backs it up. So yeah. we got to bet the Cavs. Maybe we throw the Cavs into a five-teamer now. Even oh. money, yeah. I, well, listen, I go with Big Al. Big Al, this is the second or third time on the show. He gave out winners the last two times. Let's see. Uh, Big Al sounds a little like Ray Romano a little bit. Yeah, kind of does. Uh, who's Fino? Fino, Paul? Was there a, a typo? No, he said back the pack. And so then I said Ruck Fino. And then he thought I was saying Ruck him. Oh, Ruck Fino. Okay. <laughs> back the pack. He loves you. Let's see. Ryan, you need to come up with a bet. I'll take... Any Laker, Dodgers, Steeler, Nevada, or Vikings game you lose, I'll come to Vegas and produce the show for a day. VGK. What's that? VGK is the Knights, not oh, the yeah. Vikings. What did I say? Vikings. Oh, yeah, I knew that. I knew that. Look, I'm dog, dog you know, brain. Yeah. Dogs only are awake for like four hours a day. I'm, I'm getting tired. It's the end of the show. Did we have one more uh, one more uh, post we want to show? Or we? Uh, yeah, do you want to do the, the Minnesota hockey? Yeah, do the Minnesota hockey one. So High go ahead. championship? Yeah, you've heard of thin ice. You're skating on thin ice. What about thin glass? This was in a Minnesota game. It was around the net. Uh, Minnesota high school state championship. Guys are flying around pretty good. High schoolers. Okay, the goal. Hey, they're celebrating. Goes over to the student section. Right, student section. We score. Uh oh. Uh oh. Two panes break. Two panes. Not a hat trick. They didn't get three, but they got two. 
people. And then everyone acted like there were rattlesnakes loose, but with the broken glass. <laughs> they oh, and there's oh my god that that one dude in the vest. Is he trying to grab glass as a souvenir? I got glass in my hand. Yeah, no, that's how, that was actually as he was like because he was. I know she was one. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, so uh, don't bang on the glass so hard. I've never sat at the glass. Have you ever pounded on the glass at a yeah. game? Yeah. At a night's game? No, it was actually my one of my best friends, Carson, took me out to a Knights Kings game. Yeah. At in Los Angeles. And we got to sit on the on the glass. Oh, nice. All right, we got one more clip for the day because we snuck that Wemby in one. I realized, I was like, hey, wait a second. Big Al, if I remember correctly, his team is the Spurs. So we showed the Wemby one. Here's the last one of the day. There's a guy in Indiana State. Now, the last time Indiana State was relevant was when Larry Bird lost to Magic Johnson in 1979 in the NCAA final. They got this guy. What's the guy's real name? Robbie Avila. 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 Robbie Avila. But uh, they call him Cream Abdul-Jabbar. Frank Murgy, one of our loyal viewers, and uh, on one of our most successful episodes, 3,000 hits on that F1 clip, he sent this to me last night. He goes, you got to watch this guy. So I have not seen Indiana State. I knew they were ranked for the first time in a long time. But this is the kind of guy, when they make the tournament, that they're going to do pregame packages on. Cream Abdul-Jabbar, this guy is going to become a star. I'm predicting it right now with the Kurt Rambis horned rim glasses and just the wide body. And he's a beast. He's quick. He can move for a big man. Indiana State. Take him in your bracket. When do the brackets come out? A couple of weeks. Tournaments are starting. Yeah, Selection Sunday is the 17th. It's March, ladies and gentlemen. The Mar- 17th on St. Patrick's Day? Oh, bro. Yeah. Also, I have a kind of a fun game that we can talk about for the, for the crew. Okay. We'll do it off air, you mean? Yeah. I mean, we can talk about it off air and get like the... All right, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, uh, Bill Hillgrove is retiring as the Steelers play-by-play man. Chris Andrews is a huge fan, wanted me to pass that along. He did 30 years of play-by-play for the Steelers. And sadly, Andy Russell, great Steeler uh, linebacker, passed away at 82. And personally, I just want to say at the end of the week, a lot of people, I, I was a huge Richard Lewis fan when I started stand-up, and he passed away. You can watch him on Kirby Enthusiasm's final season. He's still on there. But one of the funniest guys ever. I never had the chance to meet him, but he passed away. So I just wanted to end the show with those three things. But anyway... Uh, oh, God. Mike Harrow is calling me, ladies and gentlemen. It's March 1st. He leaves me messages. Oh, my God. March 1st, March 2nd, March 3rd. He leaves me messages leading up to my birthday. He does it every year. I can't Singing believe one it. part of happy birthday? What's that? No, he just goes, time is marching first, first. No, it's not. Because time is marching forth is that stupid thing I say. Anyway, thank you, Mike Harrow. Anyway, uh, thank you, guys. What a great show. That was fun. I can finally take off this dog thing because I'm sweating like a dog. What do you sweat like? Do you sweat like a dog? All right. Anyway, thanks for watching the show. Big Al, Joe Barnick. What a fun show. Ryan, and thanks for shooting that stuff. Sean and Jerry, we'll see you tomorrow, Monday. We'll see you Monday. Have a good weekend. I'm Frank Nicotero, Punchlines, live in Nevada. Every show.